Sydney DeLorean, how are you? How's it go? I'm doing well. How are you? Well, I'm fully vaxxed, fully taxed, and I'm chillaxing to the max. Did you get vaxxed? I got vaxxed. I got the J&J, baby. Fuck one yeah. done. Yeah, you want to know the best thing about that one? It's mostly water. Why? It's mostly water? Yeah, I don't know. Well, it has a no tears formula. Yeah. So you, <laughs> that's good. Yeah. Um, that's yeah. exciting. Yeah. Terrible, um, terrible side effects for like 24. Well, actually for like a whole week though, but the first... Like, 12 hours afterwards, I started feeling really sick, and then I just, like, launched into fever dreams all night and just sweating and being chased by demons in my dreams and stuff. Yeah. And then uh, and then the next day, went to the beach, felt a little better, went to the beach, uh, rode bikes down to the water, and uh, spent some time in overcast skies of, like, 63 degrees, not like scorching hot, but ended up with like really bad sunburn on my arms and legs. And my kid, who's like a total, you know, indoor kid, uh, didn't get burned at all. So I think that was like a weird reaction from the vaccine too, but whatever. Yeah. Yeah. The That's why now I'm trying to be like... Okay, so out here you don't have to wear a mask a lot of places. It has a sign on the door saying if you're fully vaxxed, you don't have to wear a mask, whatever. Um, And so part of me was like I felt uncomfortable walking into places not wearing a mask because I didn't want to be like the first person um, to be walking around barefaced. But then the other part of me was like this fucking shot made me sick as fuck. I'm done. It's 100 fucking degrees here. Yeah. Yeah, no, uh, it's weird because um, all places still require masks here where I live. <laughs> like, there's oh, really? A, yeah, I haven't been to a single place that's like, come on in without a mask. Like, all the grocery stores, every place still requires them. So it almost doesn't matter, you know, whether you're vaxxed or not. <laughs> yeah. You're still wearing a mask. <laughs> yeah, but whatever. Well, and then... Uh, yeah. So you yeah, you uh, uh, you fully vaxxed. You ready to go down on Beck's mom? Um, sure. Fly her out. Fly her up. I'm ba- I'm get about ready to get my tax return. Maybe I can fly her up here. Yeah, you should fly her up there and uh, get your beard uh, velcroed to her pubes. <laughs> That's the best. Is when you don't know where your beard stops and her pubic hair begins. It just becomes one. That's that's correct. Yeah. And then um, and then she like, you know, squeezes her thighs together. And then all of a sudden I can't lift my head up because she's pinching my beard (laughs) in her vulva. Yeah. Yeah. By the way, are you (laughs) recording? I should have asked that. Uh, Why would I let this gold go unrecorded? Okay, I was just making sure. Of course I am. Yeah. What's up with you, Sydney? Oh, um, lots of things, but some of them I think I I will talk about on Patreon and not on the main feed just to make people hear the juicy, juicy details of my life. Yeah. All right. Sounds good. Well, what's not, what's going on that's not juicy? Um, uh, you know, I Doesn't sound like much. No, I just like work (laughs) out and go to work and it's nothing too exciting. Um, doing this podcast and, uh, I had a kitten in the apartment over the weekend. Yeah. What was was that? I thought you got a kitten. You didn't get a kitten. No, I did not get a kitten. My kid got a kitten and it stayed here over the weekend. And that was enough for me. It was very cute. Very sweet little kitten, tiny, so tiny, like fit in the fit in the palm of your hand, tiny basically. Um, but a lot of a lot of work, a lot of energy spent monitoring the kitten. Is the kitten has the kitten eaten? Does the kitten need to poop? You know all these things about yeah. the kitten. Where's the ki- am I going to step on the kitten? You know all these things that you have to worry about. So I'm happy to not have a kitten. 
<laughs> yeah, I don't particularly like young animals. I like old animals. Um, that yeah, I've sleep. never, I've never had a cat that young before. Yeah. I was almost surprised that it could be away from its mother. It was so tiny. I was like, do we have to feed this kitty formula? Like, it's so tiny. Yeah. It ate, it ate wet food and kibble and was fine and then just would, like, play for two hours and then sleep for ten hours and then play for two hours and then sleep for ten hours. Um. Yeah, I don't like that. Frank just sleeps. And he he sleeps in different places all day. He likes to break it up, but he just basically sleeps in different uh, places. He was really <laughs> he was really sick last week and I thought he was going to die and it was like a whole thing. Um cuz he wasn't eating and he was just pooping out mucus and you know, he's fuck he's old and so anything makes me think it's the end and like if he doesn't eat we can't get his meds in him and so uh and zach was going out of town and so i kind of was like like he just kept getting worse and i the day i took zach to the airport like the night before i was like well i'm gonna take zach to the airport and then i'm gonna put my dog down and then i'm gonna be really sad um but uh frank i fed him some boiled chicken and rice and he ate it and then the next day I was able to get him into the vet. Cause of course, like you call, you're like, Hey, my dog is sick now. And they're like, okay, well we can see you on Friday. And I'm like, okay, well it's Monday. So, uh, that's a lot of days. Uh, but anyways, they said that he, by the time I took him to the vet, I was like, yeah, he's eating now. He likes the chicken. He doesn't really like the rice. He makes me boil him fresh chicken every meal. He doesn't like the pre-prepped chicken. It was a whole thing. Um, and they were like, I was like, yeah, he was fine. I took him to the groomers on Sunday, and then Monday he wouldn't eat. And so they said he might have had stress-induced colitis from his trip to the groomers. And that's what set his, like, bubbled guts off where he's, like, throwing up and diarrheaing because he was had a stressful time at the groomers. And they didn't he, – he gets his nails and his anal glands done, Um and so now, like, he needs a bath because he's greasy. He gets greasy like a seal. But I can't – I don't want to wash him because apparently it's very stressful to him. Um, so, yeah, that happened. Um, and thank God uh, I didn't have to kill my dog while Zach was out of town. Although Zach said if uh, I did have to kill the dog, he would prefer it be while he's out of town. <laughs> I, could, I could see that. Yeah. Well, he also said when Frank dies, he's going to go out of town for a month so he doesn't have to be around me. Um, <laughs> but, you know, God willing, Frank will give long, live long enough for uh, me to move out and then Zach won't have to deal with uh, me in the wake of my dog's death. Um, so that's what's happening here in Arizona. It's getting hot. I uh, recocked the pool yesterday, and I'm going to fill it up tomorrow because I think it's pool weather. And, uh, yeah, it's, oh, and I, and, and I, I bought a 15-inch black dildo for non-sexual purposes. Um, and so it was for a gag gift. And, uh, it didn't go over well. So now it's back in my, uh, it's back in my hands, and so now I'm like, well, I own this giant dildo, um, but I'll find a use for it. It's not going to go in any of my holes. It's huge, but um, I'll have to gag someone else with it, like gag gift, not like gag them. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking doorstop or something. I mean, there's got to be a, a practical use for something like that. Well, Scott and I used to have one that our friend had used as a prop in a movie and then given it to us like after he filmed the movie and um, we would hide it like, anytime we lent something to the other person because we shared video uh, equipment and like lighting and whatever. So anytime we'd lend something to the other person, we would hide the dildo in it. Or like if we house sat for the other person, we'd hide it in their house. And eventually it got so gross because it was the, it was a Caucasian penis. Like it was a realistic looking one. Um, and it was that cyber skin. And so it got pretty gross and Scott threw it away when he moved. 
and uh, I was pretty upset. And he was like, well, it's in the dumpster if you want to go get it. And I, I was not going to go dumpster diving for a dildo. Um, but now I have this one. And it's less lifelike because it's not like black as in African-American. It's black as in like jet black. And um, it doesn't have different shades on it. I, it's not cyber skin. Um, so I, I think it'll get less. It'll be less gross. Um, dumpster diving for dildos was the name of my band in high school. Mine is called the cum twats. <laughs> and <laughs> we, we use New Zealand accents. It's complicated. Um, but yeah, so that's, that's about it. My dog is healthy now and I have a giant dildo. Well, um, speaking of dogs, did you hear the update, the pup date about Lady Gaga's the dogs? No, what happened? Well, apparently the um, Good Samaritan who returned the dogs, um, yeah. the two that were stolen, like the next day or whatever it was, shortly thereafter, it turns out that that lady, uh, her boyfriend is one of the guys that um, stole the dogs. And, um, I don't know, maybe you want to, if you want to look up the story, you could, you could, okay, hold <laughs> you on, could read along, but basically, yeah, she, there's no, I don't think there's still a, I don't think she got a reward. I'm not really sure, but, um, um, anyway, okay. yeah, it Lady was this Gaga whole thing. Dogs. And apparently they didn't know, they, they didn't know it was Lady Gaga's dogs, apparently, when they were kidnapped, you know, when they were trying to steal them. They were just stealing them because those dogs get a, a lot of money. You know what I mean? Do yeah. you have the article? Okay, cool. hold on. People Magazine put out an article 10 hours ago. Okay, the dog walker says he's traumatized and not ready to walk dogs again. Uh, he opens up about how he's been coping. Uh, he's been con confronted by people who remind him of his trauma. Uh, let's see. There's all these fucking pop-ups on people.com. Um, let's see. This article's all about his trauma. Okay, just weeks after police arrested five suspects in connection with the February incident. Uh, all right, let me click on that article. Sorry. Yeah, do a different article. That's okay. Go to, I think the new, the article I heard about was probably over a week ago. It was probably okay. two weeks ago or something. Um. Okay, police have arrested five suspects in connection with the violent February kidnapping of Lady Gaga's two dogs during which her dog walker was shot and critically injured. Um, okay. These people were arrested on robbery and attempted murder. Jennifer McBride, who brought the dogs to police, has been arrested in the case as well, according to the press release. McBride and... Okay, so it's this whole fucking family that came up with this idea. Uh, detectives do not believe the suspects were targeting the victim because of the dog's owner, but it adds that evidence suggests the suspects knew the great value of the breed of dogs, and that was the motivation for the armed robbery. French bulldogs are among the most popular dog breeds and are easy to steal because of their small size. Um, <laughs> no charges have been filed in the case. What? What? I don't know, man. Oh, well, they're just waiting. They're waiting to throw the book at them. They want to know what they're trying to like get the best charges. So they're yeah. not going to just. They're, and they want to make it stick. I've seen CSI. I know you don't just go throwing charges around until you know you can make it stick. Yeah. So, yeah, that's probably what's happening. So, yeah, interesting. Yeah. Anyway, I just, I thought that was a good, a good pup date. That is uh, a good pup date. Um, hold on, I'm going to take my headphones off real quick. It is hot in the studio. I got to take off my sweatshirt. It's getting hot in here. So take off some of your clothes. 
That's right. I'm stripping down. Oh, shit. Wait till this podcast goes to video, Um, (laughs) which is like a thing that I want to do um, in the fall. We're going to probably I'm going to build a studio and have the podcast be video. So I guess that's a pup date. Wow. Exclusive. Yeah, yeah. So I'm going to have an official podcast studio space and it is going to be set up for video. Um, So that'll be cool. It's going to be just like your mom's house. It is going to be just like your mom's house or Joe Rogan because, as I say, I'm the female Joe Rogan. Um, Ever since I got ripped... um, it's made me really insufferable, I think, for anyone to be around because uh, all I do is flex and be like, let's get it. Let's get it done. You know what I mean? I'm becoming I'm becoming a meathead and I, I fake tan. So I'm kind of like a Jersey Shore Guido. It's bad. But yeah, it's going to be I'm, I'm the female. I'm going to be the female Joe Rogan. I'm not probably not going to sign with Spotify, but it depends on how much money they offer me. Um, you know, <laughs> <laughs> Well, um, if you want Spotify to um, pay you money, you should probably take your podcast off Spotify because if you're giving it away for free, they're not going to pay you for it. Yeah, but they all the podcasts that they bought were on Spotify before, but they paid them to become... I don't think Joe, Joe Rogan's wasn't. Mm, I think it, it was. It wasn't. The last podcast no, shows were on Spotify before, but they paid them to become Spotify exclusive. exclusive so now you right. can't you can't listen to them on iTunes or any any of the third party apps. Right, right. So oh, yeah, your mom's house. Uh, your mom's house. Shortly after that Joe Rogan deal, your mom's house took itself off Spotify. They're no longer available on Spotify. You can only listen to them on like, or you can watch them on YouTube. But I never. Yeah. watch podcasts um but you can listen to them on soundcloud still if you just want the audio yeah. but they're not available on spotify and i have a feeling it's because tom segura was like what <laughs> yeah we might get uh, a portion of a hundred million dollars let's not give them the thing for free and wait for them to pay us for it you know? yeah <laughs> well they have an interesting thing where like they're making their money from those like exclusive live video events they do and they make a shit ton of money on those oh right no they're fine yeah they're doing just fine so i think like it's interesting how like some podcasts make their money on patreon others make their money on youtube others make it from ads there's the spotify exclusive deals and then your mom's house does these events which are very cool um so yeah everyone kind of finds a different way you know who i want to be i mean listen i want to be the female joe rogan because i'm super buff now everyone just picture me i look like jean-claude van damme and i did recently do the splits between two stools and it was really impressive and everyone um couldn't believe it uh but <laughs> anyways um but aside from me the female joe rogan I would love to be the female Tim Dillon because he has $111,000 a month in Patreon subscribers. So Yeah, that's pretty good. That's pretty fantastic. And, like, he has one full-time employee who does, like, all his assistant work. Um, so I'm sure he pays him very well. But, like, other than that, he, it's not like he has a huge staff, you know. I don't even know if he has a manager. So, uh and he moved to Texas so he can pocket more of that money. Yeah. Joe Rogan probably bought him a house. He he was offering to buy all his friends' houses. I think Tim Dillon bought his own house because he's got that $100,000 a month. But Well, but what I heard is he's paying his employee, his single employee, a million dollars a year. Oh. So he's only left with like $112,000. Yeah, so he does need Joe Rogan to buy him a house. Uh huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh shoot. Um, let's see. What else? What else? I um. Do you? Did you ever? Let me tell you about this kid that I knew growing up in Huntington Beach. Yes. Tell me about him. Um. 
Well, like, I didn't know him very well, but, um, like, I just thought of him the other day, and it was, like, or a couple weeks ago, I was like, what the hell, what was his deal? But, um, there was this kid that, like, had a trampoline in his yard, and so, um, like, in middle, I guess it was middle school, yeah, it was probably middle school, it was, like, somewhere around sixth grade, um, like, kids, you know, group, group of kids would go to his house after school and, like, jump on his trampoline, and like, woohoo, it's the kid with the trampoline and whatever. And like, he had lots of stuff, like a big house, kind of junky interior, whatever. I don't know. Um, but this kid would like pee everywhere except the toilet. What? <laughs> yeah, he would just like go sit in a, like a recliner and like pee in it and then laugh about it and then just get up and go back to playing like nothing. Happened. Was his name Zach Bird? because <laughs> Zach was like that growing up he was just like wild just like a feral little kid every story he tells me I'm like Jesus Christ but the peeing the peeing all over the house thing and the parents just seemed to like accept it yeah you know? I, I, I maybe they seemed beleaguered in my <laughs> recollection they just seemed like they were just just beaten down and just you know tired <laughs> Yeah. So I think they had just probably given up long ago. I think they had like more, you know, they had like four kids or something like that. So to ha- I don't know, whatever. They were just tired. But I, I just thought that was weird. Like, what is what is that pathology? So was he like peeing on the floor or was he peeing in vases? No, he was just, he would like pee on chairs. What? He would just sit on a chair. And then and, sit, yeah. on, sit on those chairs later? I guess so. Huh. It didn't seem like they were constantly taking the chairs out for cleaning. That's, that's, I, I, I hate everything about that. I know. Isn't that a weird Yeah. Thing? It's super weird. <laughs> like, what are we doing? I know, I knew kids growing up who sometimes, like, if they had to pee in the middle of the night and they were scared to walk down a dark hallway, they would pee in, like, Tupperwares in their rooms. Like, I've, I knew kids who did that. And they were like, yeah, I just pee in this Tupperware. And I'd be like, oh, you could just go down the hall and go to the toilet. And they'd be like, oh, no, I'm scared. Yeah, that seems more normal. Yeah. Um, chamber, pot, chamber pots have been a thing for hundreds of years or longer. Yeah. So that doesn't seem too weird, but just the whole, like, playing on a trip let's go play on the trampoline yeah yeah <laughs> hang out inside and then i'm gonna pee on this lazy boy and then we're gonna play on the trampoline some more <laughs> yeah i don't know that's i don't weird. know either what did you know what he grew up to be like no because that was only i don't even think i went over to his house for more than like a f- couple month period or something like it was just sort of a blip on the radar it wasn't like one of my good friends growing up i can't even remember his name or anything so oh so yeah you don't know i don't know i have no idea but i don't know i imagined good things yeah you think he turned out okay ceo yeah ceo of something (laughs) (laughs) uh yeah i don't know um yeah i grew up with this girl michelle sick Wait, no, it wasn't Michelle Sick. I'm sorry, I'm slandering her. Michelle Sick was my friend who told me her mom didn't have a butt crack. And I was like, what does she have? And she's like, just the hole. Um, But no, what was this other girl's name? I can't remember. She was crazy. She would like super glue her lips together. She's just weird. She's up to no good. She's always trying to do lesbian stuff, Um, (laughs) which is like not weird, but it is when you're like 11. Um... And, uh, anyways, last I heard she was in high school, she was charging people money to watch her eat her pussy, um, in the basement at house parties. So, um, that was good for her. That seems, yeah, that's a marketable skill. Yeah. She's, it's $5 to watch her eat herself out. That's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Well, she was a dancer and it was her way of recouping what her parents had spent on dance lessons, I guess. Um, so I don't know. Oh, right. Yeah. That kind of dancer. I'm sure she turned into the other kind of dancer Pro- at some it's, point. It's quite possible, to be honest. 
That <laughs> <laughs> seems likely. <laughs> yeah. Oh, boy. Oh, shoot. So, yeah. So, that's uh, that. Um, yeah. What's, what, I don't, I, what else is new, Rob Love? I mean, the crows, the crows are having their baby. The crows have had their babies, and they're starting to, I start to see fledglings. Yeah. I'm just now starting to see fledglings. But not very many. And I wonder if that has to do with the, um, the ravens. There was a big to-do two days ago. Was it yesterday? Maybe it was yesterday. Up in the big tree where the crows like to nest. And uh, I think maybe there was like a predator bird attacking the nest. And oh. I wonder if I wonder if that's what's contributing to the lack of babies. But um, anyway. I've been pulling a lot of dead birds out of my yard. So I think I talked about on the podcast how uh, Ralphie um, found that dead bird. And then I had to hit it with a hammer because it was dying. And I Oh, went, yeah. Well, right. and he found another dead bird that he was eating the other day. And then um, I found another dead bird on one of our lawn chairs, which he wasn't able to eat because it was too high up. Ralphie's funny. Like, Frank can jump. He's like a stallion. But Ralphie, he's just like, I don't know. He can't jump. He's like stumpy. He just hops kind of, you know, but he doesn't, he can't get air. So anyways, uh, all these fucking dead babyish birds. And then I went to work on my boat the other day and um, I, cause I haven't, touched my boat since last summer and there was a dead crow uh on the boat cover on it and um it was a two-part cleanup because the head had become detached uh and it was upsetting i didn't like it and i was describing it to someone and i was like you know like birds and rats are something that you like in theory you see them in cartoons and they're very cute like, cartoon rats are very cute. Cartoon birds are very cute. But, like, when they get too close to you and become too real, you're like, ah, it's scary. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, especially when their heads are coming off. Yeah. That's um, kind of gross. Yeah, it was really gross. I didn't like it. Yeah. Uh, good what what's a good movie that you've seen lately um i watched night i watched 1984 with my oh. kid and it was i think hopefully very eye-opening um know, to a young to a young mind i've read the book i have not seen the movie uh yesterday i watched three men and a baby and oh to, no and it was good it was so good i'm obsessed with their apartment and um tom Selleck is so fucking hot i can't handle it uh, and then today I watched three men and a little lady, which, uh, Zach had looked it up on IMDb and the reviews were bad. Uh, cause like Leonard Nimoy wrote and directed the first one and the second, what? yeah. And the second one oh was a God. different writer director, but I watched it and I thought it was a banger. It had my best friend's wedding vibes. Um, Prior to that, when Zach was out of town, I got caught up. I was two seasons, two seasons behind on HBO's Insecure, so I got caught up on that. And then um, I'm trying to think what else. Uh, oh, we watched La Bamba last night, which I've never seen. And Zach said that everything he knows about Hispanic culture, he learned from the movie La Bamba, which is interesting because yeah. he's lived his whole life in Arizona, which is like all Hispanic. But I guess La Bamba is what, what taught him it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, everything I ever learned about inner city life, I, wa- I learned from watching, um, is it S- Stand and Deliver? Is oh, that the one with Edward Edward James Olmos. I've never as the seen math it. Teacher. Oh, that's a good. It's actually a good movie. You get to see um, Edward James Olmos, who of course is famous for his portrayal of the. Um, uh, he was Crockett and Tubbs' boss. I yeah. can't remember his name on Miami Vice, and he has the pockmarked, you know. Like oh, the, I know the who Edward James pineapple. Olmos is. The pineapple face. Pineapple. But, that's that's uh, harsh. Way well, harsh. that's what they called Noriega. Did you know that? Like that no. was his nickname. 
it was like whatever the name for pineapple is they called or it was pineapple face basically they called him <laughs> but anyway yeah edward james almost plays this uh math teacher in inner city i think it's like south central la you know like compton uh, back in the 80s when of course the crips and the bloods were running rampant and gang violence there was fear of gang violence everywhere it was right around the same time as the satanic panic so we had that twofer going on yeah we had, we had satanic panic we had crips and blood warfare and then we also for a, a period of time there had the um what's his name the uh shoot that that serial killer guy that they just made the tv show about um oh serial the guy that got caught a span he was he did satanic symbols and he was going up and down california satanic symbols i don't know this guy yeah you do why can't i think of his name right now oh my gosh i'm not a serial killer junkie in case you haven't noticed, I'm not plus size. Therefore, I don't have like an overwhelming interest <laughs> in serial killers. Um, when I was plus size, I did, but then I got skinny, and now I don't. I don't care. Um, Is that I'm gonna get canceled? No, it's fine. Um, you also don't like incense. Yeah, I don't what's like incense. What's the name of that guy? All. What the? What's the name of the guy? Look him up. Okay, what am I typing in? Satanic serial killer? No, just um, 80s L.A. serial killer or California. It's just going to bring up the Nights, the original Night Stalker. That's it, Night Stalker. He didn't do That's satanic symbols. Yeah, he did. He, that, he that, drew pentagrams on walls in blood. That guy that they just caught with the, no. um, the familial DNA? No, that's the um, Hysteria Golden State Rapist. Killer. Yeah, the Golden, Golden State, State Killer. Killer. Well, they called him the original is... Night Stalker. Oh, no. Oh, this I'm is talking the about... second Night Stalker. Well, I guess Oh, Richard so. Ramirez. Yeah, okay. Yes. Yeah, he did satanic shit. Yeah, sorry, guys. Every fucking plus-size girl with bangs is screaming at their fucking podcast app right now. <laughs> it's Richard Ramirez, you idiot. You fucking dumb <laughs> fucks. Don't you listen to my well, favorite the murder? Reason... That's kind of like, I mean, that's the reason why he sticks out in my head, because I was a kid in Orange County, you know, Southern California at the time that he was doing his thing. And so I actually did, like, I did go to bed scared, wondering if some creepy dude was going to break in, you know, to the house. There was no, no one had house alarms back then or anything like that. Yeah, it just, like, wasn't a thing. So, yeah, so it was just like, it was creepy. That was like, that one was kind of a creepy one. Yeah, I can see that being scary as a kid, being like, what is happening in the world? For sure. But getting back to the original point, what what was it? We had Satanic Panic. Uh-huh. We had, G- oh, violence. yeah, Edward James Olmos. Yeah. Oh, Edward uh, James Olmos. Inner City. Inner City Youth. Uh-huh. I don't know. I don't know where it goes But from that there. was a good movie. Uh, go check it out. It's called Stand and Deliver. Don't, that... don't confuse it with um, the Robin Williams movie where they say, oh, captain, my captain, because that's like a similar storyline, but <laughs> with like spoiled rich kids. Okay. Yeah. So that's the private school version of Stand and Deliver, basically. Yeah. And I think it came out afterwards if I'm not mistaken. So once again, Robin Williams ripping off somebody else. Um, is that what he does? He, well, he's yeah, dead. He was, he's he not... was pretty famous. He was pretty famous for after the fact, paying people for their jokes. Oh, <laughs> like, like he would steal I, them. I used... And then when he got caught, yeah. he would pay them. <laughs> or maybe he, did, I don't know if it was because he got caught or whatever, if he just felt bad. <laughs> Or whatever. Yeah, what do they say? It's better to ask for forgiveness than to ask for permission. Yeah, beg forgiveness than ask permission. Yeah. Yeah. So there you have it, folks. But, you know. Robin Williams. But, uh, you know, really good in the movie Popeye. 
Um, I remember loving that as a kid. Uh, I haven't seen it as an adult. It's worth it's worth checking out again. Okay. There's a lot of jokes. There's a lot of jokes that you'll, you know, maybe you did you missed the first time. Oh. Okay. I don't know. It's just and plus it's just cinematically it's brilliant. Like you're transported to this seaside this fictitious seaside town, fishing town. Yeah. And it's just like you're there. You know, it's like the rest you're if you want to just escape reality, just go watch Popeye. Well, I believe they <laughs> built that fishing village in um a town in Greece and they just like left it that way and it was later turned into a pseudo amusement park. Um Oh, that sounds cool. Yeah. I don't know if it still uh exists. Popeye Village. I'm just in my garage sweating and uh googling Popeye Village. Because the AC doesn't blow. Like, our garage is finished. It's, like, carpeted and, you know, has real walls and stuff. But um, the AC isn't as strong in here when you close the door to record. Okay. So, Popeye Village. Um, Let's see. The film set. uh, Okay. Popeye Village in Malta has grown from its days as a film set of the 1980 musical production Popeye into one of the major tourist attractions on the Maltese islands filled with a number of colorful, fun activities for the young and young at heart. Open year round. So check it out. You can have, you can get married there. They do weddings. They do, um, I'm trying to see what else they do. Oh, they have a keto, a keto pizza. Um, and a woman dressed as olive oil is eating it. <laughs> well, olive oil is keto. Uh, olive oil is keto. See, it makes sense. Um, let's check out this menu. Uh, they got pizzas, 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 pizzas. Oh, they have a quattro formaggi. That's Zach's favorite. They have burgers. They have salads. <laughs> they have chicken Where's nuggets. Where's Malta? Uh, isn't that somewhere is that in, Gre- in Greece? Greece? Yeah, hold it's on. It's Greece, right? I'm an idiot. Oh, it's its own country. Well, yeah, but it's like near... It's near it's Greece, It's like the yeah. Aegean Sea. Is it in the Aegean Sea? Tell me I'm smart, Sydney. Tell um, me I'm smart. Okay, are you ready? I'm now at the Wikipedia for Malta. Officially known as the Republic of Malta and formerly Melita is a southern European island country consisting of an archipelago in the Mediterranean Sea. So not the Aegean. Oh, son of a... It lies 80 kilometers south of Italy and 284 kilometers east of Tunisia. uh, Oh. North of Libya... It is the world's tenth, oh, the world's tenth okay. smallest country in area, and the fourth most densely populated sovereign country. Uh, its wow. capital is Valletta, which is the smallest national capital in the European Union. Is that with two L's? Is that with two L's? Yeah. That's okay. What, yeah. I said Valletta. I think it's Valletta because uh, there's two T's as well. Uh, the official national language is Maltese, which is descended from Sicilian Arabic that developed during the Emirate of Sicily, while English serves as the official second language. Um, let's see. Italian and Sicilian also previously served as official and cultural languages. So there's a lot of languages going on on this tiny island. Um, well, they're, they're in the middle of a whole bunch of different cultures. I mean, yeah. historically... That's got to have been a crazy place, like a thousand or two thousand years ago. Can you imagine during the Roman Empire and like Tunisia, Carthage back in the day was big shit and whatever. So yeah. are we? But going... Alexandria, Egypt was a strong thing. So I mean, they were probably controlled by one of those cultures at the time. They were probably controlled by either, well, I don't know, Rome or Egypt. I imagine, right? Yeah, something like that. Um, okay, anyway. I'm going to type in, I'm going to see how much it costs to stay at Popeye Village. Um, my bar is closed for 10 days at the end of July, early August. So um, maybe uh, that'll be my time to visit 
Oh, I did it backwards because they want the day first because it's Europe. Oh, yeah, because they're backwards. Yeah. Well, they do the one that changes most often in the front instead of in the middle. Oh, maybe you can go, maybe you can go on, <clears throat> on European Pie Day, which is um, July 22nd. Twenty-two seven. Uh, okay. Why I did the um formatting right? Okay, there we go. It let me do it. It let me do it. Okay. Let's see. Oh, it's in some sort of uh currency that I don't understand. I don't even know what this currency euros. is. Euros. Is it euros? Isn't it euros in Malta. Yeah. I don't know. It's a sovereign. Probably. Well, it's a sovereign nation. Oh. It might not have done the euro. What is the what does the character look like? Is it, it an looks E like, with two lines through it? Yeah, well, it looks like, yeah, a capital C with two lines through it. Is that a euro? I think so. That's a euro, yeah. Okay. Um, well, let's see. Um, per day, it is uh, 18 dollars, 18 euros for what? an adult. That's not bad just, for a resort or a hotel. Just to visit the village. But oh. I don't know. Oh, just to visit the village. <laughs> that doesn't include Yeah, I don't think that's there's just a lodging, okay. unfortunately. No, 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 no. You would have to get a, an Airbnb. Yeah, well, the, okay, they have packages. There are packages. Um, the summer package includes the following. Entrance to Popeye's film set. Use of splash pool, play pool. Use of sunbeds, sun umbrellas, and showers. A variety of animation shows. Access to Popeye's Comic Museum. Entrance to the cinema. For a 15-minute do documentary of the film set. Use of a nine-hole mini golf course. Treasure hunt. Free oh. popcorn and free postcard. This sounds really lame. I'm going to be honest. <laughs> it does. It sounds super like, touristy. Like, well, like where I live, I'm surrounded by resorts and little amusement parks and mini golf oh, that's places true. and water parks. Like, so right. like, especially in the summer when no one wants to come here, like you can rent a, like a nice room um, and a cabana at a luxury resort for like $150 a night. Um, and then you have use of like the lazy river and the splash pool and the whatever, you know what I mean? Um, yeah. And I Popeye don't have to fly to Island Malta. or whatever. Right. I think this, this place is more geared towards like Albanian Euro trash. Yeah. If I was in the area, I would go because I, listen, I love a themed environment. Um, but I would probably need other reasons to go to Malta. And most of those reasons uh, that I would need to go to Malta would be an insanely wealthy boyfriend who's paying for all of it. Um, because that would be the circumstances under which I would end up in Malta. Um, so I don't, I don't know. I don't think I'm going anytime soon. Yeah. Yeah, someday. You know, someday. someday it's it's i'll add it to my list even though i not it's not super interesting to me but I, <laughs> but I will add it anyways um yeah uh well you know my 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 playing of the game civilization six has um exposed me to all manner of different sort of like historical sites and things and whatnot yeah and uh so it's it's like that vieta or vieta whatever that yeah I recognize that i recognize that town name as oh a really city state in the game yes yes oh shit i've 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 actually spent quite a bit of time just like googling um like antananarivo and like what that's in morocco holy shit wait what <laughs> <laughs> uh, all because of just towns that I never heard of before except got introduced to from this playing this video game and then I actually end up learning history. <laughs> um yeah, I mean, listen, I learned most of what I knew before I started studying Greek mythology. I'm not going to say I know a lot about it now, but part of that like what piqued my interest was reading the True Blood books because like the main character in them, Suki Stackhouse, she would read these books from the library and she would talk about them and be like, Oh yeah, the God of wine or the, this or that. And that was like my basis for my intro into, <laughs> into mythology. So, you know, whatever way you come by knowledge, as long as you come, 
Uh, well, I just hope that my um, income tax return comes soon. Oh, it hasn't? Uh, comes And comes hard. Yeah. You think it's going to come hard? I think it's going to come hard. Um, I'm just kind of in limbo because in the meantime, H&R Block has all my money. There's got to be, I have to, I must be a sucker for going to H&R Block, right? I like, don't know. I do my way. own taxes. I did my own one year. And then I ended up owing nine hundred dollars, oh. and then like went back to H and R Block the next year and like got money back again, just oh. like the last year. And it was just like, oh, okay. So there's something about the free tax forms. They're not telling you, you know, whatever. There was something that I wasn't getting. Yeah. In the free tax form that they knew to do or something, whatever. It it turns out to be worthwhile. <clears throat> it's just that I don't know. Like th- almost three hundred dollars. Yeah, yeah, it's a lot of and money. I have to, but TurboTax, I paid fucking TurboTax, and granted, I had to do I, you know, my state and my whatever and my business taxes, but I paid TurboTax almost three hundred dollars this year, and that's doing my own oh, taxes. Okay. okay, so yeah, I don't feel so bad now. Yeah, but in the meantime, you know, I did the thing where, you know, they'll offer to to. Uh, Oh, they'll offer to take it out of your return once your return gets there, but they charge an additional like thirty-five whatever, yeah. some percentage. So I had like four hundred something dollars in my account, and I was like, "It's two sixty-seven. Okay, I'll just pay the two sixty-seven." That was like last. That was like a week ago. Yeah, that was like eight days ago, and the return still hasn't come in. And it's like, well, now payday is going to be in three days. I think payday is going to come before my return gets here. So now I'm like, okay, I've got $30. Yeah. <laughs> Till Friday. Just like, all right, hunker down. Yeah, that sucks. <laughs> it does suck. But you know what? It's kind of, it's fun to do every now and then to just like, really have to budge. I mean, I know $30 for three days doesn't <laughs> That's probably it's, it's not really roughing it too bad. Well, you know, it's, a lot of it, it, it is, worse. but like, yeah. <laughs> thankfully, you don't have a car to put gas in. Um, and that, yeah, and I yeah. have all my staples. It's like my cupboard's full of you know. I got my yerba mate and you know all the stuff. Whatever. Yeah, so, I mean that's kind of now, what I did to pay off, like to pay off all my debts. Is that I would just the minute I got paid. I would put like 80% of it into my debts because then I'm like, okay, now I have to budget this small amount of money until the next payday. Otherwise, I would have money in my account and think that I could spend it. And it's like, no, bitch, you have debt. Like, pay that first. So that's like what I do to make myself, you know, pay down debts is I'm like, okay, well, just put all your money on that and you know how to budget. Like, um, so. And luckily, I'm debt free. Yeah. So, I I have a positive like I'm not in debt. I have plus thirty dollars. Yeah, <laughs> so I, that's a good way to look. That's at. actually better than most Americans who have like two <laughs> right. two hundred thousand dollars in revolving debt. Uh, um. Yeah, I know. So I'm yeah. trying to buy a house, and um, I had like I you know I have a mortgage broker. And it turns out I don't have very good credit because I paid off like I paid off all my shit, but I also closed yep. I closed the accounts. And That's not good. It's yeah. not good for your credit, which I didn't care about right. because I mostly was just like mad at the fact that I got in debt and I never wanted to have it ha- like I never wanted to be in debt ever again. And I didn't want to feel like an indentured servant. And I wasn't planning on buying a house because why the fuck would I buy a house in Phoenix where I don't want to live? But like the truth is like I'm going to be here a while. I have a good job and I want to open a studio. So um, so anyways, yeah, it turns out I don't I make enough money to buy a house like a nice house, uh, but I don't have the credit. So then I had to open a credit builder account with my bank, and um, hopefully that'll get my credit score where it needs to be by fall so I can buy a goddamn house. I only need 40 more points. 
So it's just oh, like. Oh, that's not bad. No, but <laughs> it's like I thought my credit score was one thing based on like my TurboTax free credit monitoring. But the score that the mortgage broker pulled was actually 100 points lower than what TurboTax said. Um, cause oh. they're, you know, they're different credit agencies. They come by it right. differently, whatever. <laughs> this is good. This is, yeah. Th- talking about credit agencies. This is, this is riveting. Isn't stuff this riveting here. content for the young <laughs> listeners who just want to hear about fucking drugs? Well, fuck it. I'm trying to buy a goddamn house, um, so that I'm not homeless. So, you know, it's cause I like rent, rent here is so expensive that it's actually cheaper to pay a mortgage. So, yeah. um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and yeah, it's uh, it's a it's a kind of a trap though too in the same way. Like I was a homeowner for ten years, and and now I'm a renter. Yeah, uh, you know I'm not gaining any equity or anything, but um, at the same time, I do have a I if okay now I am paying lower rent than the area would, you know, normally support. Like my, I should be paying three hundred dollars more per month than what I'm paying. So if I was having to pay that, it would I would much rather you know <laughs> buy a place if I could. But yeah, I mean that's know, the thing is I never would think about buying here except for that it's actually cheaper than renting. Um, right. And so uh, I don't know. So yeah. it is what it is. Places. Places up here have skyrocketed. They're like, you can't find a place for less than two fifty for sure, and that's just a dumpy little, you know, trashy place. Yeah, know? yeah. So. It's it's not as bad here because I'm looking at townhomes, so um, those are like better uh, than what you know. Houses here are crazy because everyone from California is moving here. Um, but townhomes are kind of steady, so we'll see. We'll see. Um, yeah. what are you, what are you going to do? Know. Tiny house. I know there's just nowhere to park them here because uh, you can't just like buy a lot of land and park it on it because most, if it's within a city, there's like restrictions on to what type of dwelling can be on that land. So to ha- live in a tiny, tiny house, you have to live outside of the city but, like, the whole reason I'm yeah. in the city is because I have a really good job where I make really good money. <laughs> so Right. And I, I already yeah. commute 45 minutes to work every day. I don't think I could handle, like, 45 minutes one way. I don't think I could. And I leave an hour early just to give myself that buffer. So I, two hours a day of commuting is my max. I'm not going to move up to, like, we have, like, up north. There's, like, Black Canyon City where you can, like, live in the mountains. But, um. Yeah, I don't know. Yikes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, um. Anyways, I, that's riveting content, right? Me talking about my fucking that's pretty credit, good. My credit score. Um, yeah. So, housing. Housing, um, housing market. We're old. Yeah. Just in case you thought that we were young <laughs> and hip, you fucking young people, you fucking pod pigs. We're old. We're old people that worry about joint pain and stretching and 401ks. It just is what it is. <laughs> I just want to retire. <laughs> yeah, well, I've wanted to retire since before I even entered the workforce. Um, but I, I didn't, so... Well, 20 more years and I might be eligible. 20, so, only 20 more years of labor? That's only, uh, oh only God. 20 more years. I've only been, I've been at it for almost 30. So Jesus. No, I've been at it for 30. So yeah, 50 years on the job and then maybe not on this job, but just working. Maybe I'll be able to retire someday. Yeah, one day. One day. And then I think the only way I'm going to be able to afford to survive after that on my whatever pension and retirement that my job gives me plus social security i think i'm gonna have to move to a third world country a developing nation yeah yeah well that's um, just live for you know i mean 800 bucks a month is basic i think my pension is like 867 a month in two third 2037 dollars oh god (laughs) yeah you're gonna have to move to like 
It's not even a yeah. de- it's not even a developing nation. You're gonna have to go live in a, <laughs> right. a, pi- a pygmy tribe. Like there's uh-huh. no other way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, cash in my pension for like copper, just copper alloy, just the metal itself. And yeah. Trade it for food or whatever. Yeah. So that's what I'm looking forward to for retirement. I'll probably get. I'll probably die of like malaria or something. Well, yeah, that'll point. happen. Have you seen that but, movie on YouTube called Chasing Bubbles? It's like this guy who was a stockbroker or whatever, and he got this boat and sailed around the world. It's real cool. And he, like, you know, interacted with the natives everywhere he went. But then after that journey, he went – I can't remember what country he went to, but he di- he died of malaria there. But he had a great oh, time perfect. before he did. See? That- it's – it's about the life in your years, not about the years in your life. Oh, there you go. And that's one to grow on. That's one to grow on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's about the tears in your rear and not the what? Oh, uh, oh, I don't know. It's Is a, that a thing? No, I don't know. I was just, I wanted to say rear instead of year. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, well, um, should I say this episode was brought to you by the new stock exchange that I'm opening up. It's called Daznak. Daznak. And we're proud, and we're proud to offer our initial, our first um, IPO uh-huh. um, of, you can buy stocks of, you can buy shares of D's Nuts. Oh. And the symbol, the symbol's DZN. I love it, so, Rob. So I have to join yeah. your exchange. I can't buy it on Robinhood or anything. Nope, it's got to be on. Da- well, I don't know how that works. I, I mean, if it's on, on Rob- if it's a public offering, I should be able to buy it through my brokerage. Then it's also available on Robinhood and all other major brokerages. Uh, but this is this yeah, is a, a Fidelity, uh, Charles Schwab. Um, yeah, Schwab it up. Two uh, buck Chuck. Coinbase. You can buy it with Bitcoin through Coinbase. I'm just naming apps on my phone. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you can go. There's a at the Safeway by my house. They have one of those Coinstar things. You can buy it there. Um, you can buy. Yeah, you can buy shares of these nuts there. Nice. <laughs> I was gonna say that they can. They you can buy Bitcoin from that. Thing. Oh yeah, like, you, you can, can trade in your. You can trade in your couch coins and and trade it in for Bitcoin, which is insane to me, but whatever. I mean, I just but don't yeah. know when you buy it through the Coinstar, where do you how do you keep track of it? Like do you download an app because like with Bitcoin you have to have a Bitcoin. <laughs> you have you have to have a crypto wallet. Right. So, uh-huh. and you <laughs> either do out, that on like your private hard drive or you do it through like a third-party service. <laughs> so I'm confused. I don't know, unless there's like a little USB port in the thing. Uh, maybe it spits out a piece of paper that you take to the cashier. I don't know. Or you like, <laughs> yeah, or it gives you like you scan a QR code and then it up like it. Oh, maybe. Links you maybe. to an app. Because like I don't have like a personal Bitcoin wallet. Like my Bitcoin isn't on hard drives. It's through third party apps. Um so I don't know. I don't, I don't know. know either. I don't. I don't have any Bitcoin. Well, it's too late. Don't bother. I know it is too late. I kicked myself for not buying it when it was six hundred. Yeah. Like t- you know, ten years ago or something. I had then, some uh, that I sold before my surgery because I needed the money, and then it like skyrocketed in the months since. But like, right. not enough to make me like kick myself. You know what I mean? Well, and also I know that if I, even if I had bought it back then, I would have spent, I would have sold it by now. Yeah. So yeah. You gotta, like um, it wouldn't. You gotta have diamond hands, <laughs> as they say on Reddit. You have to have the, uh, What's that? A diamond hands is like when you hold on to something. Paper hands oh. is when you get scared and you sell it. Um, and they oh, say yeah, you yeah. have to hodl. That's H-O-D-L. You hodl it. So like I'm I'm up a bit um, on GameStop, but I'm holding it um, because <laughs> like well 
I'll I'll sell it if I if I get to a point where I can buy a house, I'll sell it. Um that's kind of my plan there, but like yeah, I I check I check my stocks every day, but then I try not to care because I'm like just fucking stocks go up. Just let them just let them ride. Like you don't need that money. You need that money to like earn money, so um, I don't know. That's like my yeah, new I thing. I do like all my breaks at <laughs> at fucking Starbucks, a job I work for a four hundred one k basically, because I have seventy five percent of my paycheck from there put into my four hundred one k. So I just work there for free coffee and a four hundred one k. But on my breaks of my uh, from my thirteen dollar an hour job, I'm I'm buying stocks. I'm wheeling and dealing. Uh, you know, a real hot shot in my green apron. <laughs> so whatever it takes yeah whatever it takes i'm gonna be a big fucking deal one day i don't know when but one day um yeah lady joe well, i keep i keep checking my bank account every day to see if my tax return has come in and so far goose eggs yeah my federal tax return was supposed to be a lot of money and then they sent me an email or uh, they they sent me a letter saying you're not getting any money and it wasn't what? and it wasn't very clear why and then i went to like the website to track my tax return and they're like yeah we don't we don't know you so like what i don't know i should probably work on that i don't know if it's because like i still owed from last year and they took that money to use towards that i am i'm huh. i'm entirely uncertain but i thought i was getting eighteen hundred dollars and um i got zero dollars so that's a big difference that's a huge difference yeah uh so yeah i probably should look into that speaking of trying to buy a house i would think that's a good yeah you should probably yeah well <sighs> well I'll, I'll work on it rob yeah, uh, report back to me. I'll report back to you on whether or not I tracked down my $1,800. It's just for a while I was calling and they, there was no one answering the phones at the IRS. And basically, like, there was, like, a message being like, yeah, we aren't fucking with collecting taxes right now. Because, like, before this current tax season, like, I was calling to try to make payments on my tax debt. And they would, like, be like, yeah, we're not fucking with that right now. There's a pandemic. And then... Um, I got a thing in the mail saying we're not giving you money, and so I don't know, man. Um, <clears throat> well, when I get my tax return, I'm gonna buy myself a ton of pizza. But I want, <clears throat> what's your opinion? Do you think it would be better to get? Excuse me. <clears throat> Should I get a 48 inch diameter pizza, like one four foot pizza, or should I get? 144 four inch pizzas probably 144 four inch pizzas you should get a bunch of bagel, bagel bites and have walk, a party well that's smaller than that walk me through your logic why is the four inch pizza better than the four foot pizza well the four foot pizza number one you're gonna have a lot of pieces without crust and they're gonna be difficult to hold on to um yeah you don't I, think you could cut them into triangles and just eat a traditionally you know triangle shaped slice and how long is this triangle two, well it's two, two fucking feet. feet yeah that's too much you're, <laughs> you're gonna have to be holding it up because it's gonna get limp well you have you get like three paper plates or no, three or four i guess like four paper plates in a row like a little caterpillar of paper plates yeah robert and love then you put and then you eat what? you then you put your face down to the table and eat it off the plates like that no you just hold them all there's a way to hold them all like um you know, like snake scales or something. Like you can, you can, you can hold it with one hand, and then with the sec, with the other hand, you you kind of like. Well, as you're eating, as you keep eating the piece down, you remove a plate. Oh. So you eat six inches of pizza, remove a plate. Eat another eight inches of pizza, you remove a plate. And so now you're down to just two plates. Yeah. And it's like it's more like a trapezoid at this point. It's not a long triangle at all anymore. It's a trapezoid. Robert Much more manageable. Love. Yes. Yeah, what? I mean, this is the this is so out of line. This is so ridiculous. You get the four inch pizzas, you eat them one it's at a crust. time. And they're all and, crust. Yeah, but 
but you're not going to get grease all over your hands. And you can eat them. I'm not. You can I hold, have paper you, plates. You can Sydney. hold a glass of kombucha in the other hand and a pizza in one <laughs> hand. The way you're describing it, it's going to take your hands and your forearms to manage eating this pizza. Yes. So? Yeah. I mean, nothing... No. Nothing ventured, nothing gained. I mean, you asked me a question and then you just argued your opinion. Exactly. Man. <laughs> it's rough out here. I just don't agree with your logic. I'm getting the four I'm getting the what did what did we say we're doing? Four hundred four inch pizzas? Uh hundred and forty four four inch pizzas. Yeah, I'm getting those and I'm having a fucking party. <laughs> like if you're vaxxed right. and waxed come get some pizza boo boo but also don't yeah. because carbs are bad for you have a um what do we say what have a happy hump day <laughs> <laughs> this is a pup date we don't say that on this on this no episode. no this is what i say i say get bread don't eat bread you understand Stack oh, your stack your yeah. papers, don't stack your pieces. Fuck bitches get money. Yeah, exactly. Now you understand. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh bye guys. Bye everyone. <laughs>